Welcome to the latest episode of Comic Book Physics, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This month, we're taking a suggestion from Christopher Tyler Short, looking specifically at Banshee's Flight. For those who are previously unaware, Banshee, aka Sean Cassidy, is one of the X-Men. He's one of the ones that actually appeared originally during the Silver Age, and then was reintroduced to the team during Giant Size X-Men number one. His official mutant superpower is a sonic scream, so he can emit a very high frequency wave that he also uses to fly. So the question is, how does his flight work? Does it work? Well, we need to take a look at what ultrasonic sound waves are. Waves in general are motion that occurs within matter, and they're not the matter themselves. There's two kinds of waves. There's transverse waves, which is what you get on the surface of the ocean. So the waves that you ride as a surfer are transverse waves, meaning the particles wave up and down or perpendicular to the direction of motion. So if the wave is traveling east-west, the particles that are doing the waving, an individual particle or molecule will just bounce up and down instead of side to side while the wave goes side to side. Now, a sound wave is a longitudinal wave. These are ones where the particles are going back and forth. So instead of creating waves in the curves that we can see, we're creating waves by compressing and decompressing the air. That's why speakers will move in and out rather than up and down. So we can ride a wave when we're surfing that's a transverse wave by sliding down the surface and moving the wave this way. The question is, does that also work with longitudinal waves? It turns out it can be done, sort of. There's been some recent research, including stuff done by NASA, in what's known as acoustic levitation. So with this, a sound wave is emitted by a source and reflected back to that original source. Now when waves overlap, you get what we call interference. It could be constructive interference, where it seems to amplify the wave, or destructive interference, where it seems to neutralize it. So if you're looking at the transverse waves, the up and down waves on the surface of the ocean, if you have two boats side by side, they're each going to cause ripples, or small waves, as they disturb the surface of the water. When the crests or the high parts overlap, they add up, and you get a higher crest. When the troughs, or the parts that are lower on the surface, cross over each other, they also add up, you get an even deeper trough. That's constructive interference. The destructive interference is when the crest of one wave hits the trough of the other, and they tend to wipe themselves out. Now when you're looking at sound waves, when they reflect off a surface, then a wave starts to interfere with itself. The source wave overlaps the reflected wave, they can also add up or cancel out. If you position yourself very, very carefully, so in terms of multiples of half a wavelength, then these points where the waves add up or cancel out become very predictable and very consistent. So the nodes where the waves cancel will always be in one spot. The antinodes where the waves add up will always be in another spot. And it will alternate between node and antinode and node and antinode. Well, we've actually found that with acoustic levitation, with transverse waves, a relatively small object can be suspended in the air as long as it fits within the space of these nodes where the waves are canceling each other out. So it's a carefully chosen distance, but it can work. But here's the catch. You know, as good as this sound in principle, this is used to levitate an object within the sound wave not levitate the source. Banshee is the source. So if he's up there, he's not within his wave. It can't pin him up. Furthermore, 
his center of mass is not above his mouth. If he was going to be suspending himself, he'd have to be screaming towards ground that's good at reflecting waves. It's got to be smooth, he's got to be screaming perpendicular to it, and it has to be fairly rigid. So he couldn't fly over water, he couldn't fly over desert, he would just fall in. Even then, if he was somehow able to produce enough pressure in the wave to perform acoustic levitation as both the source and the levitated object, he'd still be trying to balance on the back of his throat, which is not his center of mass. It would be like trying to balance on a pole vault pole by shoving the pole into your mouth and then trying to extend yourself horizontal relative to the pole. That's just not going to end well. So if there's another way to hold Banshee in the air, he could use his sonic scream to levitate one of the other X-Men, preferably one of the smaller ones, but he wouldn't be able to use it to fly himself. So that's what we have for this month. Feel free to give feedback and suggestions for future topics and send them to Bureau42Podcasts at gmail.com. Please rate this and any other podcast that you listen to on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast feed from. It really does help the shows get noticed. And share the link with friends who you think may be interested. And finally, thank you for listening.